The Matt Wyatt Show podcast is made possible by Mississippi Land Bank. Buying or selling? Make sure you go there first. Online at mslandbank.com. That's Mississippi Land Bank, where they understand the lay of the land in North Mississippi. JB, I hadn't had a chance to watch him play a whole lot. And so I kind of, when he got hit in the ribs, I was thinking to myself, man, I really wanted to watch this kid play healthy and get a really good feel for what he can do. Right? Right. Because right. now he's banged up. And I've been there. You get any kind of, you know, chest or rib, sternum, rib type of injury and go out here and try to throw the football and tell me how that goes. Yeah. Uh, it's off. Right? It's horrible. Yeah. And this guy. Missed one play, one play, and came back way. in the game, rolls yeah. out and throws a dart strike to the <laughs> yeah. pylon. Bang! Exactly. Knocks yeah. the pylon down. Guy catches the ball for a touchdown, and as soon as it's caught, he pulls up and he's grabbing his back going, because I guarantee he's having a hard time breathing. I don't think that ball got 12 feet off the ground when he threw it. I mean, and, it looked like a frozen rope coming in from center field to you know, second base cutoff. Well, let's sum it up this way. He played the way the entire world expected Trevor Lawrence to play. But it wasn't Lawrence. It was the quote-unquote other guy. Those two deep ball home runs he hit in the second half. By the way, I put up a quick film study video that shows you something I noticed as I'm watching that game, JB. First half, they're tied 14-14, so this would be second quarter when the field flipped, and they're coming right to left in your TV. 14-4. They're fixing to go take the lead, and they did. When he had the throwback to the tight end touchdown to go up 21-14. But on that drive earlier, they're out near midfield, and what did they do? They took a deep shot, and he overthrows it, right? Like it's an overthrow is the way it looked. And the receiver goes inside move, vertical, and he's just, he shot out of a cannon, completely takes the top off of Clemson's defense, runs right by their back end, and this guy pumps it over his head and misses him about five yards out in front of him. Even though it was an incompletion, I see that on TV and I go, whoa, because I know what that means. When I watch games and that happens, even if it's an incompletion, you go, everybody took note of that. Everybody on Clemson's sideline took note of that, but most importantly, so did everybody on Ohio State's sideline. Well, they started moving the ball. They get down closer. They don't need the shot anymore. They go up 21-14. Then with the lead, their play calling changes a little bit because their defense is starting to knock them out. After they're up by one score in the first half, Ohio State could already see we are faster and more physical than them. We have the lead. They can't move the ball. You know, We'll be, a little, we'll be selective, but we're going to come back and take those shots. They talked about it in the locker room. They came back and hit those two big shots in the second half, and, man, did they evermore blow by the back end of that defense? Just ran right by him. It was like watching Alabama's receivers. I haven't seen Brent Venables' defense get beat that bad in no. a long time. No. Now, the yeah. joke on the night of the game, JB, was this. Karma for Dabo ranking them 11th? No, it was, <laughs> hey, well, that's what happens when they don't know what your play call is. <laughs> right? We took care of the guy stealing signs. But anyway, I, I was shocked by that. I was not shocked at all by the uh, – Alabama Notre Dame game, and it was almost like JB. They Alabama had such control of the game early mm-hmm. that it was almost like early in the game, Bama was like, "Well, look, let's just let's just let's put this thing in overdrive. We don't have to put it in turbo b- mode. We'll yeah. save that for the title game." 
we're just going to put this thing in overdrive and we're just going to steadily run out here and score 30-something points and go home. I was so confident in Alabama that I didn't even watch the game till halftime because I was traveling to deer camp. Is that right? And I, I wanted to make sure I got there for the Clemson Ohio State. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't worried about the tie. They, you weren't worried about it, huh? No, no, no. Okay, so I, I thought um, they looked good. How about can you um can can you teach me how to hurdle a six foot human being? Oh my goodness. <laughs> I, I had to do it. I put a little uh, meme video together of when he hurdles him. All of a sudden, you see that thing of Hillary Clinton looking up in the air going, whoa, you know, at her thing. <laughs> it was incredible. All right, Divinity Equipment phone line, Divinity Equipment, Madison and in Jackson, your Kubota dealer. Here's a number to call me, 995-1059, 995-1059. DJ, second caller of the year in 2021. What's up, DJ? Hey, happy new year. You too, man. Happy uh, New Year. Well, I want to go in a couple of directions with the Ohio State game, and, and I want to ask you seriously. I know that I've heard the freshness argument, but I went back and looked at the facts. In the last seven weeks, Clemson played four games. In the last seven weeks, Ohio State played four games. And as a quarterback, Ohio State had two periods, one period where they played one game in three weeks, then another period they played one game in four weeks. Let me ask you this. Would you rather to complete a team, play 11 games or six games? Considering you got, you know, when, when you got four and five star freshmen coming in, you understand those games that they get playing time. The big surprise, I think, with Ohio State, nobody realized how good the defensive line was because so many of them freshmen really didn't start hitting their stride into the Michigan State game. Uh, so would you rather play eleven game schedule or six game schedule to complete your tape? Well, I mean, you know, it's kind of perspective there. It's an interesting question because it's not one we're supposed to have to answer. Exactly. You know, exactly. It, it, there's no such thing as six game schedules. They just don't. Exactly. They don't. They don't exist. You know. I mean, I played eleven game schedules. That's how old I am. Is we used to all play eleven game schedules. Right. <laughs> you know. Right. But right. but I know I, I get what you're getting at. You know, yeah, I mean, it's hard to. It, here's it's twofold. I mean, it's twofold, DJ, because honestly, like as a quarterback, would I rather have more reps throwing to my receivers against live competition? The more, the better. But in terms of completing a season with a chance to win at the end of the season, the fewer games you play, the less injuries you're going to have. That's just well, a that, fact. That's our side of the coin. But when you got 125 players, and let's be honest, Alabama, LSU, places like that. If you're a good player, you chances are you're not going to be there for three years. So they're all playing a lot of freshmen. And, and two of Clemson's better defenders in the Notre Dame game, freshmen, that really didn't catch their stride to the end of the year. Well, our freshmen didn't get those kind of reps. Well, now let me throw this at you. You know, Justin Fields was, played against five top ten teams last year, and he threw 40-something touchdown passes with three interceptions. So everybody acted like, you know, Justin Fields had had an off year. His first three games, his completion was 90%, which is unheard of. Now, the Northwestern game, I'm not trying to make excuses, but when you've been with your offensive line one week out of the last month, you're going to have some protection issues. And I knew, you know, as a quarterback, you can, if you've got the personnel, you can iron out protection issues. You know that. That's a question of getting out there, getting together, and getting reps. But against Northwestern, when we just obliterated 
But now, and, and I'm going to go in another direction. Was Sermon not the biggest pickup of the year? Are you familiar with his story? Not really, but he is some kind of player now, for sure. Well, he had he had a second major knee injury last November, and Oklahoma had pretty much told him, "Hey, well, maybe it's time to start moving toward your." You know, we all had to put the pads up at some time, right? Yeah. And he said, "I won't, I won't play again." And early in the year, he wasn't even start because he hadn't got back from his knee injury. Hey, well, DJ, you think, know you're you know you're pretty good when. You've had a major knee injury, and teams are telling you to hang it up. And Ohio State says, "Yeah, we'll take you." <laughs> exactly. You know, and the thing is, uh, a lot of people don't realize this, but his first start of the year was the last. Uh, the Clemson game was his third start of the year, so it's not like you know. But uh, like I said, and, and I'm gonna go. You know, comparing to Bama, I know down here everybody's Bama, Bama, but let's go position by position, and I do it real quick. Quarterback, hey, you, you got to go. You got to go super fast here. Got about twenty seconds. Okay, quarterback Ohio State, running back Bama, but not by much in either category. Offensive line Bama, receiver core. If you throw in a tight end, it's almost a wash. D line Ohio State, linebackers wash. Secondary Alabama. Very good stuff, DJ. Happy New Year to you, man. Thanks for calling. And thanks, oh, for, thanks for taking it easy on me after I said that Ohio State shouldn't be in there. <laughs> I appreciate that. Your comments on the live stream, your texts, and your calls coming up next in the Farm Bureau studio. Stick around. 